Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 100 Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God, is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Jeremiah chapter 50, verses 17 through 20. Israel is, a, Israel is a hunted sheep driven away by lions. First the king of Assyria devoured him, and now at last Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has gnawed his bones. Therefore thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing punishment on the king of Babylon and his land, as I punish the king of Assyria. I will restore Israel to his pasture, and he shall feed on Carmel and in Bashan, and and his desire shall be satisfied on the hills of Ephraim and Gilead. In those days and in that time, declares the Lord, iniquity shall shall be sought in Israel, and there shall be none, and sin in Judah, and none shall be found, for I will pardon those whom I leave as a remnant. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 31 through 42. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you going to stone me? The Jews answered him, It is not for a good work that we are going to stone you, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said you are God's? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him who the Father consecrated and sent into the world, you are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God? If I am not doing the works of my Father, then do not believe me. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Again they sought to arrest him, but he escaped from their hands. He went away across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing at first, and there he remained. And many came to him, and they said, John did no sign, but everything that John said about this man was true, and many believed in him there. Good morning, and welcome to the fourth Wednesday of Eastertide. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 100, Jeremiah 50, and John 10. And uh, it was an, it's interesting, I was trying to figure out, Jeremiah was part of the, was alive when the Assyrians came and destroyed the temple and carried all the, all the influencers off to um, Babylon, not Babylon, Assyria. And he's, uh, I don't think Babylon... Anyway, so 
Jeremiah 50, this is part of what like textual criticism is about. The way Jeremiah writes, they think that he was alive to um, prophesy before the destruction of the temple by Assyria in seven, no, like five, 570 BCE or something like that. And he watches it destroyed. And I've used this image of Jeremiah sitting on the rubble and looking back at the, the painter and weeping. And he's known as the weeping prophet because he tells his people, don't resist. You're going to make it worse. And then he watches them resist and it's, it's worse. Um, and he says, I'm bringing punishment on the king of Babylon and his land as I punished, past tense, the king of Assyria. I'll restore Israel to his pasture and shall, they shall feed on Mount Carmel and in Bashan. So Jeremiah very unlikely, was not likely to have seen this stuff. Um, he, he died in exile. Um, and just like, you know, a lot of people believe um, that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible, even though it depicts Moses' death and events at, long after Moses' death. Um, this is one of those places where like, uh, maybe someone or or a group of people who who followed in his footsteps, maybe they're writing this in his name because he doesn't see it. Um, I don't doubt that Jeremiah believes and believed that God would punish Babylon and Assyria, but it didn't happen in his lifetime. Um, he had hoped that it would happen despite the destruction that he saw. Um, but like Jesus tells um, the Jews who come to stone him, um, even if you don't believe in me, believe in the works. You know, why do Why do you need to see it, right? Believe in what's right in front of you. Believe in this thing even if it's difficult. Um, and Jeremiah was not, you know, uh, the Messiah. I can't remember if he was a priest. If he were a priest, he would have been anointed when he came of age. Um, but what I, what I find hopeful in, in Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremiah is, is that it's part of our tradition, you know, this hope is part of our tradition, and we see it coming to fruition. So Jeremiah, I don't doubt, believed that you know God would restore Israel. He didn't get to see it, but people following after him, you know, kind of put these words in his lips and fulfilled what I don't doubt was already the case. And you know, people like Bart Ehrman and uh, Elaine Pagels. Like they, they see some of this stuff, the pseudographia, as reason to to doubt, you know, everything. Not everything, but they see it as reason to doubt. And I understand that. That's fine. It's not the only way to interpret the same set of facts, however. Um, if I die before what I want to do is realized, before human dignity for soldiers and veterans is um, accomplished... I'd like to think that people take up that work after me and even go so far as to write in my name or, you know, within my kind of frame of reference and school of thought um, 
and they write about how it has happened. I would like that. It wouldn't be my voice. Like it's not, it's not empirically true, right? It wasn't me, but that like that kind of misses the point. If 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 you get caught up, you know, wanting things in a certain way and expecting things to be in a certain way, um, you're kind of missing the point. Um, faith is not science. It doesn't attempt to be science, and science shouldn't attempt to be faith. I know some people, you know, especially progressives now, they put way too much emphasis on, you know, more science than than science. Um, people are still wearing masks, even though they're like vaccinated and everything. Anyway, um, what I like about this combination of of readings is that it reminds us that you know our work isn't all we don't even see our own work i don't know who may or may not have been touched by grunt god or reborn on the fourth of july or whatever i don't get to see it but i believe i've i've heard from enough people for whom it was helpful um that i believe right i don't have to and there's a part of me that wants to like archive everything and and when I'm feeling down, I can just pull up somebody's nice Goodreads review or some shit. I don't know. Um, but that kind of misses the point. What does that accomplish? Why not rest in our belief? Even if we don't see the things that we want to see, why not rest in our, our, in our faith and know that God is working these things out? Um, and um, I think there's something to be said for those who can rest in their belief. Um, without, you know, having the empirical facts ver- verified independently, blah blah blah. Like there's a there's a place for that, but I don't think a f- I don't think that the place for that is faith. I think faith and science are distinct, um, and we sometimes confuse them in, you know, for, with really good intentions maybe, but we confuse them when we're confronted by things that we don't expect. Um, and so the Pharisees and a lot of Jews wanted this military leader. They didn't like that Jesus wasn't ready to take up arms against Rome or, or against the temple economy, and and so they 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 try they lean more on science. Like, well, Scripture says this, um, and Jesus says, well, there's another way to interpret Scripture. There's another way to see these things to 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 light to fruition. Better to believe than to be cynical and never get to see and appreciate the things that are right before your eyes. A prayer of self-dedication from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills that we may be wholly yours utterly dedicated to you, and then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. 
First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.